All right, we are going to be playing our Fate of Midgard Southlands game today. I am your GM, Porter, and this is a game using Fate Accelerated. Um, and it's a, it's a playtest of my Fate hack that I've been working on, Fate Fantasy Adventures, and it is set in the world of Midgard by Kobold Press. Our players are Aaron and Tiffany. So Aaron, how about you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm going to be playing Eleanor Westergaard. And my aspects are, um, the high concept is infiltrating glamorous diplomat. Um, then going down, venom in my veins is her trouble. Fantastical facades, Westergaard blood legacy, and Hunter on a 250-year sabbatical are her aspects. And her one gear aspect is his dagger. Dun-dun-dun. Just wait till you find out what that is from. <laughs> All right, Tiffany, who are you playing? Uh, I'm Tiffany, and I'm playing Mira Barkridge. She is a uh, druid human hermit, and she... Uh, her high concept is a well-meaning, eccentric, earthen enchantress. Uh, her trouble is she does anything for a deal. And the following aspects are horticulture for hire, herbalist hobbyist, uh, the caretaker of the figs. Uh, and I have left one aspect blank to uh, to be determined. Fantastic. Oh, and your gear to aspects. Include our gear aspects. Yes, yeah, yeah. These are very interesting. Uh, her primal focus gear aspect is the Earth Song Pendant, and she has the Staff of Four Seasons. All right. So to begin our game, we are in the Southlands of Midgard in the, in the uh, Nuria River region, and the Oasis of Figs is a magical place that you've been both living in for quite some time. It's a, a fairy lord's uh, traveling home, and the oasis moves all over Midgard, particularly around the Southlands region, running along one of the major ley lines. And it pops into being, or it manifests in a new location, and it stays there for about three days, during which outside people can come in, and come out, and then it leaves, and it disappears, and it reappears somewhere else. And there's no predicting where it lands, or uh, where it will appear, and how long it will ever be till it re reappears in a similar location. So it's very rare for anyone to ever see the Oasis twice in their lifetime. However, you have all entered the Oasis at some point in the past, you both have uh, just ended up staying and took on specialized roles within the court of the Grand Sultan Hajani, who is the fairy lord who rules the, uh, the Oasis of Figs. And the reason it's called the Oasis of Figs is because it has a, uh, there's a special iridescent glowing figs that grow only in this magical oasis, and they are the figs of eternal uh, figs of eternal life, and they are priceless. 
And uh, the reason you are leaving the Oasis today is there is a long-standing tradition between Sultan Hajani and some very important people around the world of Midgard that whenever the Oasis appears within, you know, a short ride of their their home, that he sends the two of you out to go trade a crate, a you know, a small crate of these magical, extremely valuable figs to go trade for magic items, resources, favors, and uh, because the Oasis doesn't, you know, have a whole lot of uh, of other industry going on. So this is a this is a thing that the two of you have done many times before. Um, uh, Aaron, how long has Eleanor been in the Oasis of Figs? Eleanor has been in the Oasis for 250 years, roughly. All right. And Tiffany, how long has Mira been in the Oasis of Figs? How long has she been the caretaker of the figs? Uh, she's been the caretaker of figs the entire time she's been there. She showed up on the first day and got the job. <laughs> um, but she's been there for, I'll say, at least 50 years. Okay. More so, maybe up to 80. So you both have like been here long enough that this is an errand you've done many times before. It's pretty straightforward. You are You are known by some of these friends and these the, the people that the sultan had, that the sultan trades with are is not just anyone he these are the 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 great and the powerful of the world and in particular this trade is with one of his one of uh, someone he considers one of his dearest friends outside of the oasis high priestess nefrini who is the high priestess of the church of the goddess, the cat goddess, Bastet. And you have just landed, or you have just appeared, in uh, a, a, a day's ride from the city of cats, per Bastet, in the Southlands. And so you are going to deliver a golden, magically locked egg crate, basically, of figs to... Uh, to High Priestess Nefrini, and in exchange, she will give you some sort of magical, some magical item or something similar in exchange that you will take back to the Sultan. Um, Do we know ahead of time what we are expecting? Did he tell us what she's giving us in exchange, or is it just sort of like, we'll see what she ponies up with this time? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Yes. Um they're, they're, they, the two of them do seem to have a, a means of, of uh, communication. They're both incredibly powerful um, uh, individuals. And so uh, you are not privy to those details, but they seem to, she, you have every reason to believe that Nefrini knows you are coming. It's been a long time since you, since the, um, the Oasis appeared near Perbastet in the past. Um, but it is something that the two of you have done before. You have both, let's say you've both met Nefrini, let's say twice before. Okay. So she would likely twice. recognize you. Okay. Um, you would definitely recognize her. She's very, she's a, a, one of the powers of the world. And you are, you are both riding out from the Oasis, um, on steeds, um, 
What would you what what do you want to be riding? Horses, camels. I feel like we'd be riding camels. Camels? Yeah, I think it's more appropriate. Okay. All right, so you are both riding out on camels provided by uh provided by the Sultan and you are a few uh a a short ride a, a short day ride to the east of um Yes, to the east of the of Perbastet. So the plan is ride ride into Perbastet. It's mid morning. You should make it by the uh, by the evening. You can spend about a day uh, over stay overnight with uh, with Nefrini, and then head back uh, head back to the oasis before the three days is up. The clock is ticking. And you've already lost some time because it takes, there's a bit of lag from when you arrive to going, oh, here's where we are. Because you don't know where the Oasis is going to land. Even the Sultan doesn't know where the Oasis is going to land. So you, uh, there's a matter of kind of figuring out. Um, and as you are leaving the Oasis, there are, there's already, um, caravans rushing. There's one caravan that was on its, must have been on its way to Perbestet rushing its way into the oasis it's uh this is the chance of a lifetime for a for a trader to go into the oasis and enter the court of sultan hajani and and uh give him great gifts and hopefully get something get some marvelous gifts in return maybe some figs possibly some figs Mm -hmm. and uh, either to extend one's own life for a period of time or to uh or to sell out in the world these figs are world famous so and they are very rare so they uh they you see you see that that small merchant band rushing its way to the oasis and surely some others will try but um someone has to be fairly close to have a decent time i have a question yeah um so these figs once they are plucked from the tree how long do do they stay good what's their shelf life Ooh. I would say they are figs of eternal life. I would say so. Yes. Yeah, I they think stay they good. Last. I think they've got a shelf life. Yep. Um, I think that they grow to maturation on the tree. I'm slipping into Mira's voice. <laughs> um, they grow to maturation on the tree, um, so they won't do you good until they're ripe. But once they're picked, they, they never are go bad. Imbued. They keep themselves alive. What if they are? What if they leave the oasis? Same. Well, I I, I like that. I think because I think part of that that lets them be a a a a means of someone keeping themselves young for a very long time. So, um, like I guess, how many figs does this oasis produce, and how long does it take them to mature? Um, and does it matter if we know this? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to figure that. I don't want to figure that out that right now. Like, <laughs> I'm just like curious. Like, um, like, do they take like, like years? currency management, like supply and demand? Like how much? You know, how long does it take, and how much? How much is available? <laughs> um, I would almost say, and not to keep bringing it back to Mira, but it's my job. Um, <laughs> I would almost say that that is maybe part of my job that I can either slow or accelerate the growth of the fig tree in my caring of it depending on 
sort of the needs of the sultan. Like, yeah. if there's some big party coming up, I can kind of like fertilize and kind of boost within a, within mm-hmm. reason. I can kind of like boost its production a little bit. Or if you know there's some kind of problem that I can kind of slow it down and keep the fig numbers pretty constant for a while. And is there one tree or is there like a lot of trees? I like the idea of there being one glorious magical fig tree in the oasis. And then there's a garden around it that Mira Mm. takes care of. But this tree, there's only one fig tree of eternal life. Um, Does it glow? Probably. Iridescent? It definitely shimmers um, considering it's it's hanging with figs. um, Oh, what's it call it? Like like plankton it's got bioluminescence <laughs> there we go uh, shiny there's yes there's enough the, the 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 tree only the tree produces enough figs to keep the uh the population of the oasis mostly ageless and then beyond that this let's put it this way this crate that you are bringing is a is represents a significant investment from the sultan okay um most people that you trade with you don't take this many this Mm. is this is the most he ever he ever parts with and the the types of people who get this many figs is pretty much limited to about three special individuals around the world and nefrini is one of them there's other folks where you might get like half a dozen or a you know one to three or something like that, but each individual fig is is a is a is a significant value. So you are carrying a literal fortune. So who's carrying this? I'm assuming we have two camels. We're each on our own mm-hmm. camel. Is there anybody else going with us? Nope, it's just the two of you. Okay, and which one of us is, I guess, leading the camels, and then who has the camel? I'm sorry, who so- has the Thanks. So Mira has the has the crate and it's a or crate it's a it's like a little golden box inside is is little things that look like sort of like egg crate shape um, and it's lined in rich velvet to keep it on both ends to keep everything nice and cushioned and protected um, and then it closes and has a special lock on it that is opened with a command a magical command word which Mira knows. I think you two have decided that she's shared that with you. Is that what you guys agreed? I think that's what we agreed. Okay, so because you both know. I would assume that every time we do this trip, we use this... Do we use the same you got, carton? It, it can you use the same carton, but the command you, you change the password okay. each time. So um, that's the in terms of where the, the box is. In terms of how you two proceed, that's up to you. Wouldn't we be... Uh, wouldn't it be safer... I'm thinking about like armored cars. Wouldn't it be safer if we were on the same camel? If we were like a, like tandem? Yeah. You two can ride the same camel. That's fine with me. Sure. Okay. A camel. I thought you were going to say if we had an armored camel. (laughs) (laughs) War camel. Okay. So you guys are on a road. You, you, you were able with a, uh, it was a short, a short ride to a, to a proper road that is approaching Perbastet from the east. Perbastet is one of the great cities um, that that is against the river Nuria um, in the Southlands, which which creates a very lush 
magical area um, of of uh, with a, a bunch of cities along it, enormous populations. Um, the reason it's a fairly mystical, magic-rich area is because there's a titanic ley line running up and down north to south, through, uh, running right generally along the line of the river. So um, it's a very rich place in more ways than one. So the two of you are... Um... Oh, I want to say something yep. before we go. Um, so I know that on my gear aspect, I have yes. his dagger, but I would also like to say that she just has just a normal kind of sword or rapier, like like a small sword okay. that she has. Because I think the dagger is very ornate and very mm-hmm. special, but she would she would bring more weapons than that. That's fine. The, okay. the gear aspects are not a sum total of everything you're carrying. They oh. are your, they are your sig- the, the gear aspects represent your signature items that okay. you have, that you are assumed to be using. Okay. Cool. So, um, okay. So you are, um, on the road. You haven't seen anyone else. For a while, it's been hours. You've been on the road for quite a day. It's late and long. Oh, um, Mira, this is important for your staff. Um, uh, I don't. I, I was going to say, what season is it? You have the staff of four seasons. Um, I don't have a strong opinion what season it's going to be. Would you like to choose, and that will dominate our season for the foreseeable future? Ooh, I would have to look up my geography to see, because, like, I don't know, I'm going to embarrass myself about my my weather patterns in different um, latitudes. Um, I mean, I could just look and see, like, which of these I want to use first <laughs> for free. That, um, that is the benefit that I'm giving you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever answer you choose, I'm sure I will find a way to return that season against you at some point. But it is probably I'm going to be sure. the season for the the sake of... This game will probably last within that season, at least for the foreseeable future. It could be on the cusp of a season. Like late summer. It could be like April. Yeah, <laughs> late spring. Let's go with summer. Okay. Let's just keep it in theme and work with heat. Sounds good. All right. It is currently summer. It's yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Okay, cool. So you are worry about like freezing at night. That's good. Good point. Okay, so it is summer. That means the day is brutal. So you are riding on your camel. You both have plenty of water that you brought with you, and it is exposed. The road is a well traveled path that runs east out of. Per Bastet, uh, heading to the east through uh, through several other towns before the the road then turns towards the southeast towards the, a major area called Seawall, which we will uh, which we're, is not something we're going to be dealing with in the foreseeable future. But it heads off that way. But you are on a on kind of a major merchant path that is well traveled. However, um, to each side of you. Uh, to the there, it is just it, it is rocky and uh, sandy and occasional cliffs. And in the distance, there are major um, there's major uh, mountain passes and sort of uh, 
lots of slot canyons and, and red rock down to the, uh, particularly to the south of you. But you're running through an area that is relatively kind. However, there is a lot of stuff uh, on either side of you. Sometimes you're passing by um, sheer walls. Sometimes you're passing through dunes. And uh, at a point where you are about an hour away or so from Purbaset, so you spent most of the day riding at this point, you are exiting a um, a channel. You're, or you're passing through a, a short channel, and suddenly several horses appear several horses uh riders on horses appear in front of you um at the uh the as the the slot tries to open up into an open area and you see uh, a bunch of men with weapons drawn and they are standing at the mouth of the uh the slot so you are in a narrow little can sort of like a slot canyon that is probably about the length of a football field long and you are just about to exit and your exit is blocked by four men on horses well men i say men a combination of humans and gnolls on horseback are they dressed in some uniform with tabards Ah. are they face covered they are bandits. What is their? They they look very. Like they look very. Um, they are not remotely uniform. Each one looks pretty ragtag. They look like very very much like bandit thug. Um, they are they are draped in order to kind of protect from the the weather. They're wet. Nothing about them looks fancy or or wealthy. They look very poor, very ragged. Um, How many? There are, are there? Four, four that you see. In front of you. Oh dear! And they are not guards or emissaries. These <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> no, mm. no. They look like they so look like trouble. Dispatching them. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we, we we probably can't like talk our way out of this. And as you approach, they they kind of look at each other for a moment, like, and, and then one of them sort of realizes that someone should say something. He goes, "Stop!" <laughs> and the others kind of look at him like, "What?" <laughs> Like, they weren't quite sure who was going to be in charge. <laughs> they all kind of grunt back at you in support so, of their vocal lead, their vocal friend. So okay. I look back and give Eleanor this look like, these jokers have no idea what they're dealing with. Like, mm. we can we can dispatch these fools pretty handedly, can't we? So you're riding in front and I'm riding in back. On the catwalk. I mean, either I guess, yeah. you can drive if you want. It's fine. With no, me. no, 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 it's fine. Well, I just think it's important that we know who's yeah, in yeah. front and who's Well, in to back. that point, as you look behind you, Eleanor, you see two more Uh-oh. on horses approaching from, catching up to you from behind. Um, Looking similarly ragtag. Well, I'd say these, uh, these gentlemen um, are looking for a conflict. Would you like to deliver to them? Uh, I was really hoping we could just get this done hmm. i believe that's exactly what we're going to have to do we're just going to have to uh talk some gentlemen into the idea mm. yes at that moment a large two sorry two large tigers leap down from the oh, slot no. canyon cliffs <laughs> above you this is bad <laughs> and both land on the ground in front of you. How's the camel doing? Oh, the camel is like <laughs> really not happy. 
They both hit the ground in a really le- in an action movie pounce, and then their bodies twist and contort, and standing up into onto two hind legs, they rise into a half human, half tiger, uh, humanoid tiger form. You know what these are? These are the Nikosi. These are the cat folk. They shift from a hybrid humanoid cat form down to full cat forms. These are were tigers. One of them is is wearing very little and has armor running up, ar- big armored gauntlets that run up to his elbows, and um, his claws look enormous. And he's big and beefy and just the uh, he's all muscle and fur and claws. And then the other one is sleek, slim, and wearing lightly flowing, not quite robes, but sort of, uh, sort of like a, more like a, kind of like a coat. And he has a, a jeweled chain glove on one hand, and the two of them stand up. And all of the, the thugs seem to take a sigh of relief, because now someone else is in charge. <laughs> someone commented showed up in fight. <laughs> And the, uh... Um, I'm just wondering, we are probably dressed for the elements. Yes. So we're very covered up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. So they don't necessarily know who we are. They shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't know okay. who you are. So that was actually going to be my next question, is what do the bandits think of these uh, Nikosi that showed up? And... If they're kind of taking a backseat to them, then it's obvious who is ready to negotiate. Who's going to facilitate the negotiation? Oh, and like, so are they on each side of the camel, or are they like in front of us? They are or? in front of you. They are they are in front of you with the big beefy one to the left okay. and the slender the slender one to the right. And uh, so the the thugs seem to all be waiting on them. So I, I mean, I'm gonna I just. I'm going to whisper back to you, just like, shall we talk to them? Should we, should we decide to, I, 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 should we decide to make a pass at peace? Yes, there, there are, there are far too many of them. Would you like me to take the lead on this? I, I'd be happy to. No, 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 I, I will speak to them. First. Okay, please. Um, <clears throat> hello, good sis, please let us pass. The, uh, the big beefy one smiles a very sharp, toothy Cheshire cat grin. I'm afraid we can't let that happen, miss. You see, you could call us your welcoming party. It's not every day that the Oasis of Figs lands so close to the city of cats. We've been so waiting for your return, and we're so glad that you came this way. If you wouldn't mind... We'll be escorting you into the city of cats. Okay, at this point, since I know they're cats, I very subtly mm-hmm. prick my finger. Yep. Because they, they haven't seen us. Mm-hmm. Right? And I... That's brilliant! <laughs> and I, I take a drop of blood and very subtly... Swipe it across my forehead, mm-hmm. and I also I have a, a, another drop of blood. Sure, put it on um, Mira. I, I don't know if I can quite reach in front 
subtly enough, so probably just touching your hand with mm-hmm. it. Um, and I am going to glamour us okay. to be cat folk. Okay, so I'm going to say you can all you can't do both of you simultaneously. Okay, um, I'll do myself then. Um, okay, because I think I can do that better. Okay, so this is our first run of magic. Okay, so you are using your glamour mm-hmm. magic to uh, to disguise yourself. You're effectively casting disguise self. Yes. Okay, so. The, um, that's pretty straightforward. Difficulty for that will be two. So what approach, how do you, um, how, how, so you're, you're, um. Uh, probably trying to be clever mm -hmm. or covert. This one seems especially covert under the circumstances because, um, because you're really trying to make sure that it's unnoticed. Yeah. And in fact, I think for for this to not be obvious spell casting, I think you need to use your subtle spell. Oh yes, meta magic. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it's going to be obvious that you did something magical. So okay, okay. So for this, this is your so. Um, First she has a roll stunt of the game. She has a stunt that lets her make a subtle spell once per scene, and it doesn't raise Ooh. the difficulty of the spell effect at all. So. Shall we see? Okay, let's do it. So that is a... So the covert gives me plus two. Yep, and what's your dice? And on the dice, um, I have two neutrals, one negative, and one positive. So they just... It's a wash. Yeah, a wash. So I make it. So you tie. I tie. Okay, so because you tied on a create advantage roll, then that will be... You'll get a boost rather than a full... Uh, situation aspect, which means you'll get a basically a fleeting little magical effect that will be pretty. It, it won't be enduring. So, do you mm. do you want to stick with that, or do you want to spend Pay a fate, a fate point? point? Okay. So, what of uh, which of your aspects do you want to invoke power to to improve this this effort? I am going to invoke fantastical facades. Okay, this is your specialty. This is your wheelhouse. This is what you do. So that makes total sense. How many fate points do you have right now? Three. You have three. Okay, so you're spending one fate point to invoke that aspect. Yes. Awesome. Here we go. So that gives you a plus two. Unless you want, do you want a plus two or do you want to re-roll? Um, I think I just want to take, take the take plus Take the plus two. two. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, since it's passive difficulty and I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to spend any of my GM fate points to uh, amp that up. So, okay. So now you get a full success. So you create the uh, create an aspect of what is the uh, what is the disguise you want to create for yourself? Well, I'm thinking I want to disguise us as cat people so that we can maybe uh, I don't know if we're going to intimidate them, but at least maybe try to convince them that we're not actually from the oasis. Okay. So you are a... Or at least endear some sort of loyalty. Yeah. So you want to disguise yourself as a... You want to make yourself appear as a cat folk. Yes. Okay, what kind of cat folk? They come in many varieties. Uh, Probably not tigers, but maybe like... That would be a little too on the nose, I think. On the nose, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, what do you think? Should we do like a cheetah or a jaguar? Because cheetahs are out in the desert. I mean, they're not in the desert. They're savannah. Yeah. Uh, I would say... 
something really Egyptian because you want to like ooh, I, like something very like what's the um, caracal? Is that the one that's like the really long, slender one with the tufted ears? Ooh, okay, is like yes. I'm a friend of Nefreni. Yes, I'm of this place. Okay, I don't even. So tell us. You you have your cat folk disguise with one, so you've created the aspect cat folk disguise. Wait, and you did have I get to do one to um Tamira? Just to you, oh. only for yourself. Um, and how many you get one free invoke on that aspect as well? Okay. So tell us what happens. What do we? So obviously, because you're 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 veiled. Yes. So are you like removing so, the veil? Yes. Yeah, so or I. I take my hand, and in a sweeping motion, I pull the veil up. They see um, a cat, cat-like face, mm-hmm. with very long and slender, with the little tufts on the ears. It's a little bit, a little tanner with, yeah. with darker features, and then the little dark tufts on the on the top. Um, and so I, I sweep my veil off. Hello, good sirs. We are on our way to seek out... The High Priestess Nefrini. I am very excited about this uh, oasis you are talking about. Um, could you point me in the direction? I hear they throw grand parties and they have the sweetest fruit. The two of them, the, 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 the two tigers, look at each other for a moment. And the slender one looks at you. I don't know what game you're playing at. I'm surprised to see one of our own coming from the Oasis. But we know... We have not been to the Oasis. Liar. I would love to go. Do you know where it is? Liar. How about you come and you say that to my face? And I hint (laughs) at a little weapon. The large one, the large one grins his jolly Cheshire cat grin. I was hoping you'd ask. And he walks for. he starts striding forward. And the other slender one looks at him like, oh shit. <laughs> like, I didn't want this. That's not how this was supposed to work. And the big one starts coming forward and his arms come out to his side and his big claws I feel like there's like a cartoon where that happens, where it's like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so I, I turn around and I'm like, so much for diplomacy. What? And I was like surprised by it because I didn't see her do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She's behind you on the camel. <laughs> oh, and the camel. So, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, what's happening with this camel? <laughs> okay. So let us. Um, <laughs> let us uh, let us begin some action. Okay. I was gonna say, are we effectively rolling initiative? Oh no, I didn't mean to do that. We were gonna talk some more. Okay, I will give you a last moment to. Uh, he's taking your invitation. Oh no no no! Wait wait wait! I was just teasing. He's <laughs> not charging. He's stalking towards you. Talk quickly. All right, what is this little show you've put together for us? Can we please pass? We're just trying to get to Vasette. The slender one says, Daruka, stop! And he walks forward and pulls out of his uh, pockets two sets of manacles and says, 
we'd be happy to escort you into the city of cats. As he, as the two tigers both start approaching, your camel okay. starts getting very, very oh. skittish. Mira, this would be a good time to do something. Let me be. Let me say this clearly: I... we can do this the easy way or the bloody way. Daruka would very much like the second. I would just like to bring you in one piece. Um, I I want to do subtle magic too. I want to like. Um, so subtle magic is not something you are. That is something that I know that Eleanor is specifically good head. at. Like I wish that I could like sabotage the handcuffs in some way so that it's like we can get out of them. But I think I may have just have to cross that bridge when we get there. Um, I, I think perhaps I think perhaps our um, our best chance at this moment is to probably go long. And we can we can handle subterfuge on our way. I would really, really prefer to avoid violence. An all-out fight with with this with the two the two guys and six thugs seems very risky. And then they they haven't seen her face, have they yet? They have not. Can I try to glamour her before they get us? Yes. So you've already used your free meta magic for oh, the. No. However, you can do it again. You can do it again. It's just actually harder this time. Okay. So anytime you're trying to improve your effect with meta magic, anyone can do this. It's just, but it increases the passive difficulty okay. of the of the spell. So subtle spell adds a plus one difficulty okay. to the uh, to the roll. So you can do the same thing you just did for yourself. With Mira, mm-hmm. um, except for now it's a passive difficulty of three in order for okay. you to do it subtly. Make sense? Yes. Same thing. Go for okay, it. I'm doing this covertly. Yeah. And I say, Mira, hold very still. And I prick my finger, and I don't know if you know what's reach happening. Around. I reach around and. Oh! oh! I got three. Plus sign. Three on the dice. Plus two, nice. which equals five. five, which I believe is a success. That is a success. No, no, no. Normal success. Success what? with style is a win by three. Oh. Win by three. So, but it is a success. So, both of you. So, Mira, I reach, a, I, I reach in front of you, and you feel this, like, warm, gooey liquid on your forehead. <laughs> So you are both now disguised as... Yes. Are you making her a similar yes. breed cat folk? Yes, I don't have time to think about nope. something else. <laughs> totally. All right, so... I'm good with that. You, you do the same thing. Yes. Um, and so, yes, Mira, you don't, you don't know, but you guess... You, can, you've, you know that she just, did, she just did something to you. You're just not entirely sure what. Because she is really slick with uh, with um, her magic and making it very hard to know what she's doing. I mean, I I kind of like feel some kind of like tickle. Yes, and and I look down and I can see. So just uh, sorry. So for clarity, clarity on glamour, 
is it only outwardly perceived almost like a like a disguise or is it like if i look in the mirror i'm gonna see it too if you look in a mirror you will see it too so yes your hands okay, so i look down my nose because yep. i want to like see if i can tell what she did and i can see like the whiskers poking totally out. <laughs> <laughs> yes and i'm like okay cat people got it nice <laughs> so the two cat folk the the big beefy one is approaching from the front to your left, he is stalking. Wait, everyone, just wait. Calm down. Where would you like us to go with you? They look at each other again. You'll see. It's nowhere you'd have ever heard of before. We will come with you willingly, but we will not go in handcuffs. Sorry. Oh, the, the slender one to the right. Sorry, dear. Not part of the deal. I haven't made a deal with you yet. He go. He, he starts uh, chanting, oh, no. and the handcuffs flo- actually start floating oh, no. and start drifting oh, no. ahead of him, out of his hands, towards you. They start, the little... Cufflinks start clipping. Go, clack, 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 clack. Wait, are we on the camera? Before our hands are bound, the the whipping winds. We've been on a very long journey, and these these the sands are burning. I would really, really just love a chance to moisturize while my hands. What? Excuse me, my paws. While my paws are still free, I would really just love a chance to moisturize my friend and I before our hands are bound. We're so dry, you know, the desert. It's very unforgiving. I, I with. With respect and with permission, I'd <laughs> like to dip into my bag. May I please just moisturize just a quick moment before I may? I don't know how long a journey ahead of us we've got. I don't know how long we're going to be bound You're because not... you won't tell us where we're going. What are you? What are you gonna do? Um, I the words to, are not uh, stopping them. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Moisture, so. moisturizer, <laughs> moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> What I want to do, I, I want like some kind of, I want to like reach into my satchel and get some kind of like balm made, like that a I know bomb. is particularly lubricating, that I know that may be easy for us to slip out of once, like it would be easier for us to slip out of them if I was able to apply this balm, this lubricating balm to our oh, wrists before they Not go a on. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you said you want to get a bomb out of your A salve. bomb, as like, in like a salve. A bomb. Yes, not a bomb. <laughs> I, they don't seem inclined to let you apply stuff to your hands passively. I think I think you need something more decisive. Could we have a bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to avoid violence because we are so grossly fr- flanked and outnumbered. I know. Um, I, um, yeah, see, that's the thing is like, I really don't want to move like my hand where my hit be at while these things are coming at us. So if, if it, oh, fine, fair enough, fair enough, you know, chapped, chapped paws, chapped pads and all that, you know, you know what a bitch it can be. So, you know, for, <laughs> so when we get there, if, if you're polite to us on our journey, perhaps I'll share. Okay, so a pair of manacles are floating towards both of you, clip, 
click clacking at you. Yeah, I'm getting my sword ready. I'm like. Okay. Uh, all right. We, I, I are, you, like, are we? You two need to decide. Are we doing this? We doing this? So, so our camel's still standing there. Your camel is getting very frightened and it feels like it's starting to back away. And there's people behind there us. There are people behind us. And there's people in front of us. And, and you, in front. You've not seen... You, you, it's a pretty good guess that the tigers can probably catch the camel. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say, if we kind of zap the camel, is he going to just sprint? <laughs> I don't know if we just like, kick him and try to run away, but... I kind of have a feeling you that... could. We could move into a chase scene if that's if that's what you. So it yes. seems like you have a three options here. You could let yourself. You could you could give in and let yourself get manacled and go along and see where it goes. You could throw down and go the path of violence, or could run. I don't. It doesn't seem like talking is is getting you anywhere. Yeah, I feel like they clearly know that you are from the oasis. Now, how they know that is a who knows? That is that is one of the questions I ask. Yes, that is a that How is a question. We were coming? But they clearly do. Because yeah. all of your 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 attempts to kind of talk about it are like they're 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 not buying it. Well, I feel like we yeah. should either run or go with them. So how far away are the floating manacles at this point? <laughs> they are now quite close. You guys need to make a decision very quickly. The and the uh, big bruiser dude is getting frighteningly close and at this moment you're pretty sure that if you don't turn and run right now he's going to be able to like grab your camel so you guys need to decide run okay are you running yes okay i I I take my heels and i well are are we like who's on the front we have to have like we have like our little mirror is the one on the front of the camel she's the driver yeah, but I've got. I'm, okay. I'm just gonna sure. I don't know. What do I have? We've got to have like a whip or something. We can like little riding crop. Yeah, a little riding camel crop. Sure. Camel I also have no problem with you just taking the. If you want to just reach thing. around and take the reins and yes, <laughs> I reach around, grab it, and yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we are we are shifting. So you are running. Yes, we are running. Okay, so sorry, um, Amira. <laughs> Bye, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I'm just like I, I didn't know what to do, and so I think this plan of action is better than waffling. So now I'm just like coaxing this camel and just like I'm petting his ears and slapping his neck, going, "You've got it in you. I know you can." <laughs> yeah, if you can give him like a little burst of, you know. Well, I don't know. I yeah. get, is he? She doesn't have any power over beasts. Oh, you don't. She's oh. she is a land. She is a druid of the land. Oh. So she does not have. She can. Never mind. No speed boost for this camel. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Um. So okay. So we are shifting into a contest. All right. Um. And well, I'm assuming there's like people in front of us. Too, there are. Right? So there are two guys. Um. But this is, we're basically in, we're, we're moving into a cinematic chase scene, not a combat. Okay. Okay. So, um, you guys need to, um, so first thing on, the first thing you have to deal with in your run is getting through the two 
guards or the two the two thugs who are on the rear guard. Okay. Okay. So as they they you can see their wide eyes. They clearly did not expect you guys to run like this, and so uh, they were they were expecting to run up the back and attack. Um, so they are as you come charging at them on your camel. They're trying to figure out how to how to block you, but they are going to try and interpose their themselves between you. They don't seem quite on top of it enough to like attack you as you run by, but they're going to try and block you. Okay. So. Um, uh, let's just each do an opposed, um, an opposed role. So how are you, uh, looking at the, look, how are, so you are blasting through. I think bold. I think bold sounds very, very good. That works. Okay. This is not in these guys particular wheelhouse. So they're just going to be, um, uh, rolling at a zero, but they get a, uh, they get a uh, plus one for teamwork for for combined effort, so they'll just be rolling with a plus one. Okay. okay. So you go ahead. So because and... she literally has the reins, is she rolling bold, or since can, can I help by rolling my bold as well? Um. In the moment, uh, I think for this first roll, it is. Um. This first one, you'll have a chance to support in just a minute. Okay, okay. cool. So actually, and you know what? No, actually, no, they're not going to have teamwork. They're just going to be rolling on a zero. So. Ooh. Oh, wow. Three on the dice mm-hmm. plus one equals four. Okay, so you boldly charge forward. They're rolling on a zero. They get Ooh. a... Oh geez! Ah, yeah, a negative two on the dice. So, <laughs> ouch! I boldly yeah, crashed through them. So you. What, what was our camel's name? But. <laughs> hmm. Name your camel. Well, I don't know. I would assume our Donovan. Little... Donovan. <laughs> yeah, Donovan. Yeah. As he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Rashing um, through the fiends. And I would think Donovan would feel pretty good about that. Donovan. <laughs> Donovan the camel. Rad. <laughs> okay. So as a um so this is a as a contest, so each exchange, one of you can can be making the um the active uh, one of you could actually no. Both of you can do something, and we're gonna we'll let two of the opposition do something, and whoever ends up with the highest overall result scores a victory for the group for their side. And so, okay, so Aaron, you're driving. Mm-hmm. So, what was your total? Four. I had three on the dice plus one bold. So four. Okay. So. All right, Tiffany, what do you want to do to contribute for this exchange? So this is, I guess, a question I have for you is I am keenly aware of sort of the environmental flora. Yes. And so I guess I'm just going to describe what I see. And then if that doesn't jive with some, you know, you can feel free to put the GM brakes on me. Okay. And just say, no, that's not there. Um, So on the edges... um, of the of the canyon where the 
the tiger folk are standing, they were sort of perched nearby these like scrubby skeletal trees, like these just desert trees that were just kind of, they just look like sticks in the ground. Mm -hmm. And I want to, um, I want to channel, um, channel the, through my pendant that they kind of start to bend kind of like Tim Burton-esque and they just, they don't necessarily grow, but they do just kind of like bend over and turn into kind of like a gnarled hand and, and trap the tiger folk. Okay. So, so they're reaching down from above because the tiger folk came down to your level. But that's still okay. I'm, I'm still cool and with whatever these. What the 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 tree? There are a few of these because they're kind of peppered throughout the the ravine. Yeah. Um, and actually, where the water would probably during a rain, the water mm-hmm. would probably gather in the bottom. So there's probably a few of these um, where these trees will sort of yeah, like almost like the sculptures in Beetlejuice, where they're just going to kind of come down and kind of make these like gnarled looking claws and just. They may not hold them forever, but they'll hold them yeah, long yeah. for us to pass. Yeah, no that 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 sounds uh, that that sounds good. So um, uh, that will go go ahead and uh, go ahead and make your uh, make your roll. Since this is a contest, this is really just your. It's it's all about what the 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 highest action that either of you score. So okay, um, but that that's a good um, that's a that's a good move. So go ahead. And All right, and then I would use I would use clever for that, right? Um, would that fall under clever? Yes, I think so. Um, oh wait, holding on, Cre- creating advantage in a contest. Okay, so here's the you can create advantage and then make your um, so you you have a choice. You have a choice here. <laughs> you can either just do this as your, like, this is my contribution. We'll see how well I do. Okay. Or you can attempt to create an advantage, which this in a lot of ways sounds like something you like what you might be doing. And if you succeed, you can then make your actual contribution to the round. Um, But if you fail, you do not get to make a contest roll. Okay, I don't see a downside to that. Um, the if you don't get to make the contest roll, you don't get to contribute to the like the potential oh, winning. Well, I mean, this is this is the arrow in my quiver, so I'm going to give it all I've got. Go for it. All right. So uh, difficulty is two. Two on the dice. And what's your clever? Uh, my clever is two. Okay. So that is a four. Okay, you are good. You are good. All right. So you create grasping, uh, grasping trees from above. Okay. So now, um, can you? Is there? A, uh, if if Mira's doing the driving, is there anything else you can do to to try and contribute to the uh, to directly to the? Uh, oh, do you mean Eleanor's the doing chest? the driving? Oh, sorry, Eleanor is doing the driving. If we had two horses, you could each be making your own role, but yeah, that's true. Um, I was thinking for the security of the payload, it would probably be better if yeah. we were together. But yeah, um, how about how about this? Point, how about no. since you two are on the same horse, and this is a chase specific, very specifically, how about we let we keep letting um, 
Eleanor do the main roll, but your you can keep doing boosts each round for free that will hamper the opposition or aid the two of you. Should we just go with that? Pilot and gunner. Pilot and gunner. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so to that point, so you so you're you're making an effort here to hamper the the pursuit. So um the the two wear tigers are coming after you. Um and the the big bruiser one um shifts into his tiger form, back down into his tiger form and sprints after you. Oh no. So, and he is even faster in his pure tiger form than he is in his How hybrid long form. Does it take him to turn into his tiger form? I feel like that would take like a little bit. Valid. He will spend his fate point that he actually does have. The other guy does not have a fate point. Okay. The warrior, the bruiser one does. He will spend his fate point for an instant transition here okay. and to, to chase after you guys. Okay. Okay. The other one is actually going to delay for a spell cast. He has a plus four from his fast and he rolled three on the dice, giving him a seven. Oh no. Would Mira like to hamper him with the grasping trees from above? Uh, that'll bring him. You could invoke him, invoke that against him to uh, raise his difficulty, or basically invoke it. We'll pull, say, minus two from him. Um, so he wants to. Yeah, but that's that still beats. Five. That still beats uh, Eleanor's roll. It does. Do you want to uh, save it or? Can I? Ooh. Well, I mean, we are on the move, and trees are gonna, are stationary, so they're going to be irrelevant pretty shortly. Um, so it's a zone. Thing, it's say, it's a zone of 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 stuff. So all it the will trees last are for working a to our advantage to grasp. Um, I could, I could. Can I boost an aspect? Can I up the ante on an existing aspect? You can pay a fate point to invoke that same aspect as well. So you can only, you can always, you can only ever pay a fate point once and you can spend as many free invokes as you have built up. You can do, you can do those two things. So you can do both a, you have one free invoke and you could also pay a fate point if you wanted. Because I do have my staff of four seasons and it is summer. So I could, um, use fireball and light all of those trees on fire. I feel like that would need to be something you do next. That's a, that's a proactive action of its own. Okay. This is about ham. Let's do that. Let's, I'm going to invoke the grasping trees just to take it down. Um, although that would be pointless if we can't, like if it's a null effect. No, no, no. So, okay. So right now, even if you, if you just spend your free invoke, he still wins. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going to maybe but, keep it knowing that he's going to win anyway. But if you add a fate point to it, then you actually can bring him down to a three. Oh, I see. Um, oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So but, it's a, um, it's actually a, the fate point is actually a very meaningful difference. So let's do that. Okay. So, and really quick, yeah. um, just because I can't see your character sheet. Um, yep. because of the, the staff of four seasons costs one refresh. And I think you took that as an extra stunt, right? 
Yes. So your refresh is two? Correct. Okay, so you're down to one. I thought the current, my current fade point total is three. I'm going down to two, but I only refresh two. So you begin the game at your refresh total. Oh, you do? Yes, yes, yes. What's the current number then? Oh, current is, so current is your run, is your, is where you are right this minute. So I, I had it pre-pop, I probably had it pre-populated with three. Yeah. Um, and that's because that's it, that's the starting, the normal refresh, but you spent an extra oh, stunt. you start your refresh number. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you so started this game one. at yeah, two. Okay, cool. Right, so you're down to one. one. Awesome. Okay, so um you have you you have heard this guy's name as Daruka. Daruka gets a three because you took such ex- such strong action. Um and uh so the um the slender one is going to take a moment for a cast a spell on himself and you see his hands tracing glowing sigils in the air and he says something that you don't catch and next thing you know he is flying through the air let me roll for him real quick and I get a one and three so he succeeds with one so he has he is flying with one free and with one free invoke, he is flying. Okay. Um, so all right. I presume this is taken, correct? The trees, the grasping trees, the free invoke is already utilized. Yes, that is that is used. Good. Yes. So it still exists. It's still a thing, but the free invoke is gone. Got it. Yes. So, um, so this first exchange, um, Eleanor is the uh, is the winner there. So you guys get one. You guys get one victory. So it is one to zero. Okay. On the next round Eleanor um well actually either of you can go first it you can go either either order it's up to you okay so we have bandits ahead bandits behind so you have just shoved your way past the basic bandits flying above so so yes so we're past the bandits yes you are now there's a can there's a whole bunch of canyon a whole bunch of slot canning in front of you, and you have a a four-legged angry tiger, you have a flying were tiger, and six bandits on your tail. Oh, but they're all behind us. They're all behind you. Okay. Um I think we should keep running, and I think Mira should make like a wall of thorns or something. That's what I was gonna say. I definitely want to have like like a like climbing vines, a thorny wall of climbing vines behind us that just should sprout out and just or could you do like a rock slide or something that's a that's elemental that's not my jam. you can you can affect earth as well you're not just plants you are plants and earth oh. so like you can't create wow. an earthquake earthquake is like that's a that's a next level up for you but like a rock slide yeah you could do something like that oh i sure wish i had remembered that <laughs> that's okay 
I'm like, there's no trees in a canyon. There's no trees in a desert. Um, but there are a few. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's rock slide time. I think we're going to um, fill that canyon and uh, try to come up with some kind of wall, and I can reinforce it with vines if it's uh, necessary. But, um, yeah, I want to channel channel some uh, some rock power. Okay. Create a cascade of, of pebbles and rocks to um, create an obstacle behind us. Okay. So it sounds like a so that's a creative advantage for you. And uh, go ahead and uh, basic difficulty of uh, two. Okay. I've got nullified dice plus two minus two. So I've got wash dice. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I mean, do I use clever? Do I use my approaches every time I do that kind of creative advantage? Yeah, so it, it depends on your, the it, it will the approach will vary based on what you are trying to do. Um, a a uh, bringing a you know trying to tip over rocks, you know shake shake rocks that you see loose that you can bring down a slide of stuff at the right spot. That seems like the balancing multiple factors that makes clever makes sense for clever. Um, uh-huh. so yeah, that does seem clever seems like the right move. So that's all I've got is my plus two for clever. Okay. So that's a tie. So that gives yeah. you a boost, which still you could you So you're going to create a cascade of, you know, like a shower of rocks coming down. You can uh-huh. still spend that boost for a plus two effect. It's just not an enduring aspect. You can't invoke it further with fate points or anything like that. And it won't, and it won't. Endure. That's fine. Doesn't okay. need to work very long. It just needs to work. It just needs to work. Yeah. Good. So you've created a shower of rocks boost. All right, Aaron. Uh, what does Eleanor? Is Eleanor going to keep charging on the camel? Yes. Let's serpentine. See. Serpentine. I think we need to. Yeah. So glamour just affects. Like, this is not transmogrification. Trans- it is not a physical <laughs> effect. It is not alteration. It is illusion. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next Appear- level. In appearances only. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep keep on, keep on. Keep okay. that Donovan going. Okay. So are you still doing... It seems like maybe after this first bold charge, have you maybe... Does it... Uh, seems like maybe if you're just trying to put the steam on, fast. that's probably fast. Yeah, just okay. fast. All right. Ooh, the dice give me negative one. Ooh. Fast gives me plus one, which makes it a wash. Ooh, so you're at a zero. Donovan is out of steam. Oh, no. Um, okay, do you want to do anything with that? Mm, I spend my fate points. Do I have fate points next time we play? So you'll get a refresh. We because we probably will play with short sessions because uh, depend it depends on how long we play and when we hit a good refresh point. Um, there's a in my mind we probably won't refresh every time we get together because we'll probably only play for an hour to an hour and a half each time. Yeah. However, um, there will be points where we'll say okay, refresh, and and all and you'll get your all your fate points, uh, all your fate points back. As well as any of your once per session powers, so feeling like canyon. like resistance is futile. I will say that if you guys would like to concede, 
the situation. Uh, you each get a fate point for your troubles. And they can't do anything too awful to you. They still get what they want, which means you in chains coming back with them. And we'll, we'll move on to the next scene. I think we should concede. This gambit didn't pay off. Yeah. Ah, oh, Donovan, my man, you let us down. Oh, poor Donovan. He's just out of steam. I think he's really tired. He's really scared. Like after your failed fast roll, I like almost went like like he hit like a boulder or something, and he oh. like stumbled. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Did you mean to toss your? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I, he stumbled so hard that I dropped my phone. Poor Donovan, the camel. Yeah. I think we concede because we've got a flying tiger. Yeah. Like I think once they once they took to the air we were hosed. Yeah. Okay, do you both want to concede? Yes. I, I think we don't have a choice. Okay. Alright, so both of you gain a fate point. So this is one of the great things about fate is you get to you get rewarded for letting the story for letting the story advance and, and sometimes characters suffer setbacks. So you concede, you both get a fate point. And so in that case, uh, how about the the big beefy one in tiger form charges forward and banks itself off the wall and lands back in front of you again. And the flying one pulls ahead of you in a burst of speed, cutting off your retreat. And your camel rears back in fright, throwing you both to the ground. And they both walk up. And the and you feel the mat the the floating manacles clamp onto your wrists and your ankles. Oh, ankles. Yep. Oh yikes! Actually, no, just hands. That's fine. Just hands. Well, but you, you are walk? now because Donovan's yeah, mobility would be a question. Yeah. But... Uh, but it but it does re- it clamps onto one wrist, wrenches your hand behind your back, and clamps behind you. Where are the figs? The figs are in Mira's pack, attached to her. Right on now, so they and they are they do not. So this is where, since you're conceding, like things get to still kind of go. You know, they get the primary thing they want, which is you in custody. Um, however, they don't. They don't take all your stuff. They don't dig out the box of figs. They manacle you up. We are still in cat form. You are still in cat form. And we will be so. They are surprised by this. They don't care, but they are surprised. And your cat form uh, will stay for a little while um, uh, until... uh, Well, I'm going to use my extend spell. You'd like to extend it? Okay, sure. You can... um, Well, wait, wait, wait. So you you do that at the time you cast it. Oh. And you already did a thing with one free round when you did it, so... No retroactive. Um, no mulligans. No mulligan on that. Because you would have only been able to do one anyway. Oh, you can't do two at a time? You could, but that would have increased the difficulty of the Got role it. at the time. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. So, so I'm going to, I just, I want to endear myself to them and go, gentlemen, you know, these camels, they see one scorpion and they get spooked. I'm so sorry. Shut they just took off up. Mira. Mira. Shh. <laughs> okay, so they throw you on the back of your on the back of uh, their their horses, and they uh, they ride you very roughly 
Donovan runs off. Yes, what happened to Donovan? Donovan runs back off on the road. Did they lash him up and take him back into town for trade, or does he get to go free? They don't really, yeah, they seem unconcerned about Donovan. So Donovan lives to go find out. Maybe he goes back to the Oasis. (laughs) He, He goes running off back towards the Oasis, you can hope. So, they take you in to, uh, into... Uh, about an, about an hour later, you are, you see the walls of Per Bastet in front of you, and they uh, you are approaching from a road that does that instead of going through the main gates, you guys go through the much more humbler gates, kind of in the north end of the city, taking which uh, and the the gates are lined with statue with a a statue on each side of a big. Um, you know, a sitting hyena on each side. And you see null uh, guards guarding the gates. Some of the thugs that are with you are human. Some of them are gnolls. Um, You hear them talk, you know, chattering a little bit, but nothing particularly useful. It's just basic, you know, uh, quiet conversation. Um, And they lead you through the uh, the gates you do notice that one of the were tigers sl- drops a pouch of coins to one of the knoll guards and uh, no one asked any questions about two two of you in you know captivity on the back of a horse walking through. no one questions uh. probably because of that pouch of gold getting exchanging hands along the way and they take you into a very slummy region of town. And they take you to a small warehouse. And uh, they bring you in. And uh, it looks like a little shack. And they shut the door. And they... Um, they throw your stuff in a pile in the corner. They... Uh, your man and they lash your manacles around a post, and each of you are sitting with your back to the post, more or less with your back to each other. And um, you see the two the two were tigers talk for a moment with a few of the guards, and then they leave. And the guards are still in the room, and. Uh, Two of the uh, gnolls go walk over to a, uh, uh, they, they, they enter a few minutes later with a couple uh, turkey legs or something, some other similar, you know, foul leg and uh, share, share some food from a street vendor. And everyone sort of sits down for lunch while, uh, while they wait for the were tigers to come back. Are we still cat form? Um, so at some point in the course of the last hour, your cat form spell disappears. And in fact, they did comment on it and they are, again, they're surprised and yet they, but they don't really seem all that taken aback by it. They expected some kind of shenanigans, uh, of, of power Mm -hmm. from you, um, but they don't seem shake, all, all that shaken. But the 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 gnolls in particular keep kind of looking at you and like, what the? Huh. Mm. Mm. 
at some point when I realize it's uh, it's wearing off, I say, oh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, hey, Daruka? Yeah. <laughs> he he growls. <laughs> so, um, quick point of clarification. Yes. Is the post that we're tied to made of wood? It is indeed. So, we're now in the next scene. The uh, you are you are shackled to a giant wooden post that runs up. That's sort of a support beam for the the this little shack. Um, and there are uh, a couple guards playing dice. There's a couple guards eating some f- eating and drinking. They're kind of just lounging about, waiting. How much time has this taken? So, a while. So you've lost. So it took about an hour to get back to town. Once you get into town, stuff is slow, and you are you spent at least another hour in town. You're now once you got to the shack, there's a bit of business. So hours are hours have been passing, and so let me. I, I see. So you are definitely now starting to get worried. Well, so so we had three days. Where the oasis would have appeared. Yes. That you didn't first leave day. Immediately. Yeah. So the first day, mm-hmm. can we know about how many hours were wasted just in the, mm-hmm. oh, where are we? What's going on? Say about half to three quarters of the day. Okay. To figure out where so you are. So half to three quarters of the day, did we leave like in the afternoon? Did we leave at night? You left in the, you left kind of mid morning of, of today. So it is now, it is now late into the, it is now getting into the night. Of the, of day one that the oasis has appeared. Wait a second. Because if the oasis appears, if if we appear and it's morning yep. and it takes half to three quarters of the day, that would be like noon to three o'clock to, to figure yeah. out stuff and get, the, get our wits about us. Yeah. Okay, how and about if, this? And if it's a hot part of the day, I would have assumed we would have probably taken off, maybe tried not to travel in the yeah. heat of the day. You, you've got about, at this point, so, and also, we'll say the wear tires lingered around for a while, trying to figure out, like, okay, what's our next step? What are we going to, how are, what do we do next? And then eventually, when they left, um, so you're left with just the thugs there in the room. Yeah. Um, it is, you have, you have now lost a, a better part of, not quite two days of total time since the so arrived. So this, so this is end of day two. End of day two. That we are going in, that we are yes. at right now. So we only have 24 hours roughly to yes. get back. Yes. The clock is okay. ticking very sharp for you now. Okay. I think that's important. Yep. And you don't know where you are in town. Okay. I want to, and as long as they don't really seem to be bothered by us, they're just kind of standing around having lunch. Yeah, the thugs are there. not particularly useful or attentive. Yeah, which I guess is our advantage. Nobody's paying any attention to us. Um, I, uh, I, I I lean over over my shoulder and I go, Elrod, you don't have any allergies that i that i don't know about do you allergy no 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 why okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm wondering why (laughs) so um 
there is a um there is a tree um called the pale sneeze weed and i want to uh call upon my earthen spirit to grow that tree out of the stump of the post that we are tied to and i want that tree because that's what i have access to that's what i can touch and that's what i can that's what i have at my at my disposal so i want to transform this post this dead yeah this dead wooden post into a living tree and i want it to be the pale sneezeweed yeah and yeah. i want all of the guards in all of these places in, in the entire room i want everyone to just vacate okay just so have like this horrible like cough and itchy and then it gets in their throat and it's just it's good because it's gonna bloom like crazy totally and all the pollen's gonna go everywhere and it's just gonna be like a big sneeze bomb so how about this let's just just to connect some dots how about as you're touching the post since you can you can commune with the with spirit with the spirits of of the land and and nature and plants you can tell that this is the this is this this post was sneeze was that that was that tree was that type Mm -hmm. of plant so it's it's uh it's you can you can revive it back to bloom yes from 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 its its crafted crafted near death mm-hmm. um okay so for that so because you are because you are manacled this needs to be a subtle spell which is gonna means you can't do like your normal all your normal stuff thankfully you have your amber pendant on because if you didn't, you would be you would not be able to 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 do this. But you have your amber pendant on, and so you can go ahead and and uh, and and cast this. Um, okay. So that will add plus one to the difficulty for it being a subtle spell. Mm-hmm. So that will be a passive difficulty of three. It it seems like if this is something you're trying to do very carefully and not necessarily trying to rush it, that you could yeah. do this with focus. Spectacular. Awesome. Um, all right, so here we go. That is a plus one with the dice and plus three for focus, so that's a four. Okay, so describe to us how the uh, – actually, I'm going to roll – nah, I'm not. These guys are mooks. I'm not going to roll for them. Okay, so go ahead and describe how the uh, post blossom subtly blossoms and uh, and sprouts – and then, cha- you know, uh, um, uh, ir- uh, irritates them all to, to, to make them all run out. So I, I see it as um, if you've ever seen a, a diseased tree mm-hmm. or a burned tree that continues to grow, um, the new bark comes in from the inside. And so the old bark is what's sort of left almost like a almost like a shell and the inside grows because it grows from the inside Mm -hmm. out. So this like new green wood comes in from between like the cracks in this old dried, like wooden plank, wooden post. And it just starts to grow just kind of outward and taller. And the post kind of gets like wider and wider and it kind of goes up and up and kind of like over our heads and then closer to the ceiling. And then by that point, I imagine all the, all the guards all kind of see 
um, out of the corner of the eye, they see movement and we're not moving or sitting on the ground. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what? what is going on? And then as they kind of look up, the branches start to form and the little um, uh, limbs start to grow. And and as like it's almost like the, the more new growth there is, it like accelerates exponentially. So it's like it first is very slow and then it kind of goes fast, 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 fast. And then the foliage and then they kind of go, huh, it's a freaking tree. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then from there, the buds and then the flowers. And then when the flowers all come out, they all burst at once. And then this like this like sickly yellow green like dust all kind of just poofs into the air all at once almost like fireworks and then the whole the whole room is just filled with this like glittering green lime green kind of pollen dust ew wow (laughs) and how does that pollen dust affect them how does it affect me (laughs) (laughs) um so um yeah you can't uh, run anywhere i know so i'm i'm kind of like as this is all happening as they're looking at the tree i'm like rubbing you with my shoulder and i'm going like (laughs) i'm kind of like pulling my nose into my shirt and just like you know i imagine we have some kind of like scarf right yeah you guys have all sorts of like wrapping stuff and so i'm kind of going like you definitely want to do like pulling our shirts up and their kerchiefs up to our nose as much as we can without hands um and and at first it's like it's like I take a deep inhale and it kind of gets in your nose and it just kind of itches and you're just like, oh god oh and then with that first cough the first inhale that follows after the cough is even deeper oh no it's into the throat and into the lungs and then you're just if you ever if you've ever been in a kitchen where it's like capsaicin or you were like trying to um pan fried peppers and then the capsaicin volatilized it's kind of like that it's like this horrible like itchy burn and once it gets in your eyes like it's all over you can't even be in the room okay so they all start hacking and coughing and like and they all they the, these guys are not particularly um hardy and they all they all run out trying to trying to catch a breath so you are alone in the room it sucks. This is miserable for both of you, but you are in you are in control of your facilities and uh, can what how what are you going to do with this opportunity? You are still manacled to a post. <laughs> uh, um, I got uh, nothing for manacles. I mean, that's kind of my problem. I was trying to at least we lost our observation. At least we yeah. lost our our detail. So you do have sure. access to extremely powerful strength. Can you bring anything to the table at this when point? You, I think I, I don't imagine they're going to. to stay outside for very long. They may come back with a hatchet. And, and it's not something, it's something you haven't called on in a very, very long time. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I remember how to do it. Okay. I don't know. It's it's an idea, or I don't know if you want to try and do okay. something to like tear the the post apart. Mira, Mira, Mira I, I, <coughs> this is horrible stuff. <laughs> but I, I think I could break these manacles. Um, I, I'm going to need some extra figs when we're done. Is that okay? 
I mean, you'll have, it's not me, you'll have to take it up with. I mean, Nefrini is going to be pissed if she doesn't get her full, her full dozen. But if, if we don't make it back to the Oasis, which, which, which we, if I do this. This is an awful lot of conversation for a situation that is burning your mouth up. I don't think you guys can have this detailed conversation under the circumstances. Okay, that's fair. Act or act not. Do not talk. Yes. There do, is no talk. Do something. Don't talk. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to try to break us out with the manacles. Okay. So, are you going to activate your, your vampiric physique? Yes. So... If uh, those, if if uh, if you notice, her trouble is venom in her veins. Eleanor was once bitten and nearly killed by a vampire lord, and only the magical figs of the oasis have kept that transformation at bay all these two hundred and fifty years. Um, but she is able to activate powers of her blood. As one of her stunts, this is taken from the Dresden Files Accelerated game. So, uh, so yeah, you can you can mark a box of uh, a box of hunger in order of, to gain of thirsty or of uh, hungry. Oh, or hunger, whatever. Whatever we call um, it. And uh, you get plus two to the roll, and it gains heroic scale, which in this case means an extra plus one. So I'm getting a plus three. Yep, and I think because this is a, like, you're trying to destroy something, that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah. So I've got a plus five. Sweet. Difficulty, since these are manacle, magical manacles or enchanted manacles, it's a difficulty three. Okay, so on the dice, I've got um, a plus two and a minus one. So plus one on the dice, plus five. five so I've six. got a plus six. Okay, so nice. you mark a box of hunger. You rip. With a, with a, like, guttural roar, you rip your arms from behind you, and the manacles break. And uh, we'll say that with that, you not only break your manacles, but you manage to break. You you then turn around and break Mira's as well. Like the Hulk. Yeah, basically. you have This is absolutely a Hulk moment. Mira, you have never seen her do this. I was just going to say, has she, has she no. told me she has this capability, or is this, like... No, I don't think that she has discussed this with you because it has been honestly so long mm-hmm. since this has even been an issue that as long as the fig, as long as I've had the figs that kind of keep the uh, the vampire venom at bay, yep. it's not a big deal. And so I live in the oasis and have the figs, so it's not really an issue. So in this moment of uh, of 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 vampiric rage. She is her her eyes go red. her eyes go red. <laughs> her teeth extend. Her jaw extends bigger than like it should be able to from a human body. Her 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 canines get long, and uh, and her muscles just look like 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 ca- like iron cables. Ooh. And she tears you both free, and you can both stumble. Out of the building, coughing the opposite direction. Heck, you kick through a wooden... These are... It's like flimsy wooden walls. You kick your way through a wall, and uh, you guys go out into an alleyway coughing, and uh, you are free of the room. However, you are lost in the slums of of the Hyena Quarter, or Hyena District of Perbestet. 
So and we're definitely it is... going to have to circle back to uh, to all this. But for now, <laughs> we need to get these figs out of this goddamn town. So at this moment, you have a choice. You can... I feel like I'm still, like, coming off of a thing. Oh, you're totally coming off of a thing. (laughs) So, at this point, you guys... The reality is, is you do not have time to get to Nefrini and make a delivery. You don't even know how to get to Nefrini from here. You don't know Perbastet all that well. You do not have time to get to Nefrini and make it back to the Oasis. Um, Uh, Mira, we have to go. We have to go now. I, I would agree. I would definitely concur. The question is where. Um, we need to find safety. That's for number one. We need to figure out. We need to make. We need to find a place to make a plan because God knows I don't have one. So, in the interest of of in the interest of time, are you guys okay with me? Kind of since I know it's really late, are we okay with rolling through? All right. So yeah. let's say that you ne- you spend the next couple out the next couple hours just trying to get your way out of Perbestet, get direction, you know, you you stumble through, you get out, and you steal, well, let's say you both, you managed to steal a horse each from the, that the, because the, uh, the thugs had horses. You guys take a horse, you guys get out, you find your way out of town, and you go booking it back, okay? And you have the figs. You have your stuff. You haven't lost anything, Okay. Because they weren't smart enough to take ever take your stuff, um, and you go charging back out through the slot canyons, back on the east road, and you are charging over the dunes back to the oasis, and you can see it in the distance, and you're trying to run your horse around and over these last few dunes on the way, and you crest a particularly large dune. And you see the oasis in front of you, the tr- the trees that mark the outer line and the gate of the oasis, and uh, you see it start to fade. And you go running downhill, like a down mirage. the dune. Yes, and it starts to fade like a mirage. And you try to charge forward, and you ins- at the last moment you run through what should be the gates, and instead you just charge through. A bunch of empty sand. And you were left. No. Standing there. Pant- with your, your horses breathing hard. No. In the deserts of Nuria Natal. And the oasis is gone. And you, in the ye- 250 years that you have been in the oasis, Eleanor... You have only known one person who has ever been, who has ever entered the Oasis twice.